mixed with a deep sadness because we are not with each other, because our churches are closed for this pandemic. But again, nothing as the church is teaching us can stop us from rejoicing on our King. That's why I would like to share with you two things this morning in a few minutes. First of all, let me share with you three verses from the book of Habakkuk, chapter 3. It's very well-known verses from 17 to 19. So verse 17 says, Though the fig tree shall not blossom, and fruit is not on the vines, the labor of the olives fail, and the fields yet no food. The flock is cut off from the fold, and no herd in the stalls. You can say, though there is no churches, though we don't have a fellowship, and we don't have barns, for example, today, and we don't have a lot of things because of the pandemic. Verse 18 is encouraging all of us. Yes, there is deep sadness, but nothing can overcome our joy in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Whatever circumstances around us, we can rejoice. I will joy in God of my salvation. Yes, but still this pandemic. Still, we can't go out of our homes. We cannot have a fellowship. Verse 19. Jehovah the Lord is my strength, and he will make my feet like hen's feet, and will make me to walk on my high places. Whatever your high places is this morning, if it's the pandemic, if it's sadness, if it is, you don't, you, may, you miss very much, of course, the, the fellowship, you miss the church. Of course, some of us will watch a liturgy online, we feel sad and we envy those who are praying. I'm telling you now, is a sadness in our hearts that we are not with you is exactly the same like you. So it's time to say, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The church is always teaching us that no sadness and no joy can overcome the joy of his resurrection. This Passion Week starts yesterday, and we are here to celebrate our salvation. Yet, I rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Nothing <clears throat> can stop us from enjoying this. This is the first message I would like to share with you. Let us rejoice in the Lord, whatever circumstances, because nothing can snatch us from the hand of our Heavenly Father. Second thing is, I would like to share a small word about the feast of the Palm Sunday. One of the contemporary monks said, each liturgical feast renews in some sense, actualizes the event of which it is a symbol. What does it mean? It makes the event out of the past and makes it immediate. We are reliving the event. Today, Jesus Christ, the King, has been appointed to be the Lamb of God. Today is the 10th, or on the day of his crucifixion, it was the 10th of Nisan in which all the Israelites used to bring their Passover lamb to keep it until the 14th to kill it for the, to celebrate the salvation of the Israelites. St. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7 that Christ is our Passover. We are here to start the Passover week, which ends with the salvation of all mankind by his resurrection and then later his ascension. 
So in the liturgical year, we are called to relive the whole life of Christ. Today, let us relive his entrance into Jerusalem in a personal level. Yes, there's some deep sadness in our hearts because we are not in the church, but nothing can stop us from reliving the whole life of Christ and today he's entering as a king. So what I would like to share with you is one verse, where it, even it's one word, we read it today in the Gospel of St. Matthew. It says in Matthew chapter 22 and verse 10, and when he had come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, who is this? The whole city was moved, saying, who is this? I'm, move, I'm focusing on the word move. Why? Because the same verse, same word in Greek, repeated again in Matthew chapter 27, and once more in Matthew 28. 27, upon the cross, it tells us that uh, many uh, people have felt an earthquake, and the earth was quaking. But in verse 28, chapter 28, verse 4, it says, and the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men. So the word moved or shook, it means to shake, agitate, cause to tremble, to quake for fear. And today the king has come into the temple and the city was moved, the city was shaken because the king was there. Again, we are not in the boundaries of time because we are living in the eternal Jesus Christ. We are not in the boundaries of places because we are in Jesus Christ as living members. So today he wants to shake my temple, wants to shake my Jerusalem and your Jerusalem. It doesn't matter where you are, at home, hostel, wherever you are, is encouraging us to receive him as a king. What he did, he did a lot of things. Let me share in four points in four minutes. It's the word come, C-O-M-M-A. First of all, to shake my temple, come and cleanse my motives. All of us came to the church hundreds if not thousands of times before. But was it for the right motives? He came to, to cleanse the temple. And today, you are focusing more. Maybe you are not busy with bonds because you don't have it, or maybe you have bonds, or you are not busy with going out with friends after the liturgy or going out with your kids somewhere. I is telling you in person. Yes, it's very different here. It's a unique year. It will never be repeated as such in the world anymore. But again, take the uniqueness of it in your own personal life. He's coming to shake your temple, to shake your Jerusalem, to cleanse my motives and your motives. Think, why did you come to the church in the past? Why did you learn even hymns in the church? Think of your own motives. It's time to ask him, O King of Israel, come and cleanse my motives. I'm not coming anymore the church for my own motives. I need your motives to be always in my heart, in my mind. Secondly, overturn my wrong directions. It's, the motives is something deep inside me. But sometimes even the directions from outside is very clear it's not from God. It's not towards God. But unfortunately, I'm pursuing them. 
I'm sure all of us are praying that this pandemic will stop. But some of us asking the Lord to stop it because I want to continue my normal life away from you. Some others said, we learned the lesson. Definitely God loves us and he's using every single thing, even such pandemic for salvation of the whole world. If we respond positively and actively. He came to shake your temple and my temple, to cleanse my motives and to overturn my wrong direction. Whatever the wrong direction in, my, in your mind, in your heart, is saying, you, I am here for you. You were very busy with your work. You were very busy with your career and your family and your studies. It's time to focus more on me. Ask him, come and overturn my wrong directions. I need only directions towards heaven directions towards you in person. So cleanse my motives, overturn my wrong direction. Thirdly, move me towards the new directions. Yes, some of us have started to pray at home as families. Some of us started to read the Bible more regularly. Yes, but we need it to be a life, new lifestyle. It's not something temporary because we have nothing to do or we are bored from sitting at home, unfortunately. Many sitting at home still maybe watching only TV or serving on the social media. He is asking us, I am coming as a king. I want you to be moved towards the new directions in your life. Finally, experience his power in my life and in your life. What does it mean to experience his power? We heard about the Lord many times, but we were not able to focus and sit under his feet. Yes, I heard some people was telling me I was listening to eight and ten sermons per day. Great. But what is the efficiency or the experience that has changed, transformed your life in one of them, not the eight or ten sermons? It's time when we ask him to come and reign as a king in our life to experience his power in my life. Yes, we have seen many martyrs in the past and in the present time. But we are looking for the white martyrdom. We will seek the way of holiness day and night. We're suing the Lord. Their hearts and their minds has, have been transformed into heavenly minds and heavenly hearts. We're suing the Lord, seeking the salvation of the whole world. What our teachers used to teach us, whenever we stand before the altar, or whenever you stand in your home, it's time to raise your hand and to lift up the whole world. And there's no time that we can say we need it too much from each child, from each parent, from everyone to stand before the Lord to experience his power in my life and to lift up our hands and to lift the whole human being in front of him. We pray that this feast and this beginning of the Passion Week will be a very unique in everything. The devil wants to steal your joy. The devil wants to put you in such deep sadness. But again, let us rejoice with Habakkuk. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will join in the God of my salvation. Still there's some high places. He will make me to walk on my high places at all times. Let us pray with this spirit. Yes, you are not going to have communion today. Raise up your heart and tell him, Lord, feed me with yourself in my inner part, my inner man, and change me, transform me, 
be always a living member of your body. May the glory of Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Sophia, Sir Bros, come in. Kill a lace. Don't kill a lace. Don't kill a lace.